this episode guys uh, i am very grateful to uh, rithvik shout out to him he is the one who um, suggested to me about this topic which is uh, can uh, web 3.0 help india become fully developed a uh, fully developed nation so uh, shout out to him because i was really running out of ideas and i wanted some suggestions and he was the one who gave them to me so we are going to talk about that today before i talk about what currently uh, this web 3.0 is uh, i want to talk about uh, what other versions of the web were there uh, before web 3.0 web 2 2.0 and 1.0 so let's start with that uh, let's go to early 1990s the indian technology companies primarily which were offshore service providers to the developed economies so india were uh, outsourcing agencies which were providing technical uh, solutions and services to jo countries bahar the videsh mein the so is time period mein the rise of the internet and internet enabled technology and digital businesses globally were largely captured by companies from the developed nations so that means us china canada all these uh, areas uh, they were the developed countries at the time and they were able to grab the most opportunities because of their available resources right and uh, so the genesis of web 1 and web 2 phases led to the international business on the rise so that means even the underdeveloped countries at that time were able to have access to all these resources and be able to conduct business so uh, some of these large global platforms have even influenced the global social and political narratives india did not have the necessary economic consumption heft in the initial years of the internet to be able to participate in the policy development around internet governments and internet possibilities but due to some people who are uh, who have been outside and outside the companies in india at that time were able to import the technology from us and uh, you know they helped india become have the resources that are available right now so you know globalization really helps in that area so the first web that came into india was web 1.0 so when the internet was conceptualized the web 1.0 version as it is now seen had very little opportunity for its users to interact the web pages were static essentially only readable without possibilities for interactivity jaise ki maine koi blog post kara web point mein and uh, you guys have read it bahut ganda uska setup hoga format hoga bahut static hoga and if you want to give me some feedback on the about the blog you want to like the blog you want to comment on the blog aap aisa kuch nahi kar sakte you can just read it and well move on with your life and uh, that is how it was and it was a uh, terribly damn slow thanks to the internet connectivity speeds available then उसके बाद वेब 2.0 आता है फ्रॉम 2019 टू करंट लाइक 2022 इज स्टिल कंटिन्यू फ्रॉम 2019 नाइन सॉरी 2009 सो इट्स हाउ सोशल मीडिया एंड हाउ यू कैन नाउ इंटरेक्ट विद अदर पीपल सो यू नो इट्स लेवल अप फ्रॉम 1.0 जहां पर आप इंटरेक्ट कर पाते हो लोगों के साथ एंड यू डोंट हैव टू बी दैट टेक सैवी टू बी एबल टू पोस्ट इंफॉर्मेशन ऑन द इंटरनेट or be able to you know use a computer so thank god for that and with the emergence of web 3.0 it's simply built on the concept of decentralization of the nature of how the internet is influenced and to redirect equal power to the actual content creators uh, i've seen in the news a lot of artists are like music artists are you know complaining about how they're not getting enough money for the songs 
See, that's how the system was based. So, uh, a label company finds some talent in you, they promote you, and then when you start making the bands, uh, you know, they take 80%, you get 20%, and they take all that money as fees for promoting you. And for every other song, you know, after that, they get 80 cents, you get 20 cents. And maybe you can make that 50-50 if, you know, if you get amazing leverage. But with the emergence of Web 3.0, you can own stuff on the internet without anybody else coming in, like a record label or a centralized authority like a bank. So that's what makes it nice. Uh, however, when we saw the emergence of large internet platforms owned by a few corporations from developed economies, these entities in fact control narratives across these platforms, be it what the world sees or reads. At times, even what how the world consumes as digital commerce. So what they're talking about here, guys, is that, uh, you know, US was able to alter the media or the information that we have to see, therefore making it uh, unauthentic. But with Web 3.0, you know, it is simply built on the concept of how uh, on blockchain technology, though it is slower than other methods, it offers higher data integrity, security aspects and robustness of processes. Incidentally, as you guys know, the ideology of cryptocurrencies, which is unpopular with many of the global policymakers, is one of the prime application responsibilities of Web3. Web3 is becoming popular amongst the Indian startup space and it has been able to secure investments to the tune of over US 500 million in the past few months alone. As with every technological development, until it becomes commercially popular, it is very difficult to imagine how it could solve human problems. Like I was talking to a friend uh, in school about NFTs and he was not very interested to know about it because for him, NFTs did not reach global importance whatsoever. Uh, so he is not really influenced by that idea and he doesn't really want to know where it goes until it becomes widely relevant and well overrated as you can say. Uh, you know like uh, therefore with discussions around AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, natural language processing, internet of things, uh, uh, virtual technology, virtual reality technologies, battery technology seems vague and out of whack to many. With ad- advancements in these areas, the interaction with machines could potentially become human-like. By when, with what societal disruptions is the multi-trillion dollar debate. So what they mean by the debate is, guys, uh, let's say you make humans now have the power to create life and they can make babies without have, without doing the reproduction and the so whole reproduction process that happens usually and they're able to clone a human being so will that clone have the same status in society as organic people so that is like a that is like a ethical or moral discussion which is going on in the scientific society right now Uh, so you know that's what's really stalling all this ai and ml stuff incidentally with cryptocurrencies which is unpopular with many of the global policy makers all the politicians who all see a lot of money and negative people are the not yet understood fast shaping web3 spaces the metaverse my favorite verse the metaverse this concept of alternate digital universe which would exist alongside our nature is already catching up fast with celebs and global consumer brands alike like and by celebs i mean imagine having snoop dogg as your neighbor guys 
Uh, you wake up and he's always there. He's saying, "What's up? You guys are talking. You become friends. You create this amazing network of celebrities, and you also become famous." I mean, who would live that life, Hannah? Right? So that's why I think I recommend joining the metaverse. Uh, right now, uh, it's a very good place. It's called the Sandbox. Uh, it's a very nice digital immersive space. Not really with VR, but it's third person. But it has all the cryptocurrencies and all the elements of metaverse whatsoever. At least over the past decade, governments pro- predominantly, in, predominantly in the America, in in Europe, have antitrust problems with big tech companies and platforms. Billions of dollars of such regulatory fines have been levied. For example, recently the European Union agreed to sign off the new antitrust regulation. The rules, which apply to so-called gatekeepers, tech companies with a market capital of at least 75 billion euros or 83 billion dollars. Or annual revenue within the EU of at least 7.5 billion euros over the past three years. I have to get, I have to, you know, stop. They have to stop. No, actually, that's what they said. They have to stop. They have to stop doing business. Take a break. Take a hit, and then continue business. You can't cross that. They're scared, guys. Can you believe that? Uh, the government actually had a mix of rightful concerns as well as worries that uh, emerged from fear of losing political control. Of course, guys, if there's a central authority, there's no politics. You know, everything belongs in the community or to the people. Information belongs to the people. Money belongs to the people. The resources belong to the people. And I think this is really what's going to help us. The issues of a safe society that plague the policymakers include intrusiveness of emerging digital technologies that could test the sovereignty of the state, consumer data misuse, privacy issues, privacy issues, and spreading of false narratives and any bias in the algorithms that could influence unfair means. Theoretically, with the Web three ideology of decentralization, the policymakers would be happier if these big tech platforms. Would be disintermediated and would have reduced influence on the outcomes. These firms won't be able to censor, control, contradict, or stifle by the end users. As that's a content formation, but this is about US guys. The US policymakers are dead scared of uh, Web 3.0. But luckily for India, um, if, like even the policymakers, they love uh, you know what India is doing on the tech front, and they're actually popular with. Creating a whole community where it's decentralized, as long as it's not approaching the real political sector, and they're really proud of that. They encourage that. They're even going to set up a fund, uh, an Indian metaverse fund, is what they call it, to make to recreate India in the way that they want it to be. So that's going to be very fun, and I think Web 3.0 with blockchain technology and startups is really going to help India grow, bring in the resources, and make it a developed country. Uh, credits for this, guys. Uh, Rithvik, Rithvik gave me the idea. Me who wrote the whole thing and me who recorded the whole thing. Thank you.